0: Hello, people of Earth, and welcome back to Good Humans. My name's Josh, and this is a podcast about exploring better ways to be human. Um, Just me today. Uh, So, I like to tell you guys that, like, right up top, um, so that if you want to get out of here, because it's just me, then you you have an out right now. Um, Turn off the podcast, listen to some music. Um, But, uh, if you guys are sticking around... Thank you, first of all. Um, but secondly, I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. Um, and uh, it's something that I, it's something that I, I say this every time. It's something that I've been thinking about for a while. So here's sort of how this works. Um, this process. You guys didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, when I uh, when I have people on, um, I usually. Uh, yeah, like every guest that I have on always asks me like what would you like to talk about um, and I usually leave it pretty open-ended not because I don't like to prepare for these um, because I, I do definitely prepare for these but um, I more because I think people tend to talk about what they're passionate about um, if you just sort of let the conversation um, go where it needs to uh, or, or just naturally organically goes so um, But when I, uh, so that's with guests. When I'm recording by myself, um, it's usually uh, just sort of the way my brain works. I'm always working on like three or four different ideas um, at a time, uh, which to the people around me's exasperation um, can result in me being very... Uh, scatterbrained um, and forgetful and whatnot because um, my brain's never fully where I am which is not that's not a good thing um, so that's something I need to work on but uh, it's just sort of how my, my brain works um, so that being said um, the process is sort of uh, I, I, I kind of turn these ideas around in my head uh, for like weeks usually um, if not months um, and then uh, once I sort of feel like I've I've examined a bunch of the different sides of it um, if it still feels like it's an idea worth talking about um, then I'll, I'll sort of go to the next stage which is um, I like to write things down uh, in a notebook I have an actual notebook here I don't know if you can hear that that's the pages um, so I, I like to write things down uh, number one because I, I just I sort of like the, the analog feel of like actually putting a pen on paper, but two, I think it helps me. Um, there's something about the, the act of writing a thing out uh, that I think helps me organize and pro like actually do the final processing of, of the thoughts um, and intentions and feelings that I have about a subject. So um, the, the, You know, I I sort of write it out in a notebook um, and see at that point if it makes sense um, and if there's a a clear sort of through line um, and and structure to it. Um, Like if I'm taking an idea from a beginning point uh, and seeing it all the way through to um, not the end, because that would be like me saying I I have the answers, which I don't. But like uh, me just taking an idea and seeing it through to one of the conclusions, um, that are possible. Let's say that, um, if you think I'm being noncommittal now, wait till you hear the title of this episode. But, um, so that's, that's sort of the process. And then, so if it makes sense after I've written it out, uh, and there's a decent structure to it, um, you know, maybe with some tweaking or something like that, then, um, sometimes I'll, I'll kind of sit on that for a little bit. Um, and then sort of come back to it. I find that if I leave it too long before I come back to it, um, I sort of have to like reprocess everything. Um, and I don't, man, I'm I'm like, this is probably not interesting to anybody, but I'm genuinely curious, curious. So um, I'm going to ask a question here and I'd, I'd love for you guys to answer. So um, any other like people out there um, that make things, that create things, I'm curious uh, to hear your thoughts on this because, what I find sort of happens with me um, is that once I have uh, sort of laid an idea out, the, just the act of like getting out of my brain onto paper, um, there's something in that between that and actually recording the episode and talking about it. There's something in that um, that's sort of me like uh, just sort of um, finally process like fully processing everything and then uh, sort of putting it behind me. Um, there's a part of me that that uh, sort of forgets a little bit um, after I have sort of processed and, and created and thought something out and then spoken it. Um, so, uh, and I, by the way, I love it um, when you guys reach out and talk about uh, episodes of the podcast um, and and want to like give feedback on some of the ideas and things that we talk about here. I love that. Um, And I'm not saying I totally forget everything that I talk about, but I I do sort of uh, like there's this there's this feeling of um, that's done. Uh, And now I can sort of work on a new thing um, and start, you know, sort of turning a a, a new idea over in my in my brain. So I'm wondering if it's the same for everybody or if that's just sort of how my brain does things, Um, sort of process something, write it out. Uh, create it like actually make the thing and then um, I'm sort of over it so um, not to say like once I record an episode I feel like I have that thing figured out and then I'm all done and I never think about it again um, I don't know I, I don't even know what I'm trying to ask or say here but I'd love feedback on that uh, from any other creative types that also create things um, what your what your process looks like all that to say um, this episode I've been turning the idea around over and over in my head uh, f- for a long time, um, probably since I started uh, this podcast, but uh, it hasn't really crystallized or, or come out yet um, until tonight. So um, that's what we're doing. Uh, and so the title of this episode is Holy Hypocritical Ish. Holy as in W-H-O-L-L-Y hypocritical ish. Um, so again, <laughs> again, uh, that's, that's committal and vague on purpose. And as I, again, as I always say, I hope that'll make sense later, um, in the episode, cause we're going to come around to that, but, um, wholly hypocritical ish. So, um, I want to talk about hypocrisy, um, and sort of being a work in progress, uh, and just the ideas around not having it all figured out. Um, and whether or not that's okay. So, um, we're going to start, uh, as I sometimes like to do, with a quote. Um, and that goes like this. Uh, the true hypocrite is the one who ceases to perceive his deception, the one who lies with sincerity. I'll say that again. Because um, I, I, when people say quotes that I think are good on podcasts, I always wish that they would say it a second time so that I can like really catch it. Um so here you go uh, the true hypocrite is the one who cares sorry I'm going to start that over again because I already misquoted the quote the true hypocrite is the one who ceases to perceive his deception the one who lies with sincerity um, and that was Andre Gide uh, a Frenchman um, and I'm, I'm butchering his name a little bit but I made sure I made a note for myself to pronounce the soft J uh, at the beginning of his name um, so sort of like yogging. Uh, I believe it's where you run for long periods of time. Um, anyway, so all that to say, uh, we're going to talk about hypocrisy. Um, and I loved that quote about hypocrisy. Um, but I'm, I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. I looked for a very long time for quotes about hypocrisy, about hypocrites. Um, and I found a ton, I found a ton and they were all very negative, um, and very anti-hypocrite, um, as you might expect. Uh, but we, there's this. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. First of all, I'm going to confess to you guys that I am a hypocrite. Um, I'm a total, complete, through and through hypocrite, 100. Um, uh, percent I talk about a lot of. I, you know, sometimes it gets pretty heady on this podcast. I talk a lot of uh, about some some ideals um, and uh, ideas that um, you know, are, are, are aspirational and lofty. Um, and I'm going to admit to you guys that I do not live that a hundred percent of the time gasp. I know. Um, but I'm, I'm going to let you guys in on a second secret. Uh, you are hypocrites too. Um, and that's okay. I'm not judging from one hypocrite to another. Uh, let's be hypocrites together. Um, and, uh, we'll just, we'll just, continue on um as we are uh and we'll live in a world full of hypocrites um because we all are uh is sort of the idea here so um there's this idea around hypocrisy um as was evidenced by my search for a quote uh about hypocrisy there's this idea around it that it's it's something to be vilified and despised um and that it's taboo um and it's not okay and I get, again. I get it to an extent. Um, being a hypocrite is is an it is a negative thing. It means that uh, obviously that you're saying one thing and acting in a in a different way, um, or that you are appearing to act in a certain way that you actually don't feel um, or or don't actually uh, act all the time. Um, growing up in church, uh, I heard a lot of people talk about the problem they have with church and religion is that churches are full of hypocrites, um, and the rebuttal to that that I heard uh, from a lot of pastors growing up is, yes, church is full of hypocrites, Um, come join us uh, as another hypocrite, um, and let's figure things out together, and I have a lot of problems with religion and the way I was brought up, but that always struck a chord with me, um, because I, I just always felt like that's, I think that's one of the most honest things. Anyone could ever say, um, and I really liked it. So, but the the idea that hypocrisy is always bad and that we like vilify and despise it so much, and it's like this taboo subject we're not supposed to talk about, like vice and, and hypocrisy and all this, um, it brings with it like it. We sort of treat it like failure um, because we fe- we we treat failure the same way, uh, and the i the idea it, it's crazy to me this idea around, first of all, failure is not, um, doesn't have to be a negative thing either. But, um, I just, I think that the idea that we fail to be a hundred percent perfect, um, that the idea that if we fail to be a hundred percent perfect, a hundred percent of the time that invalidates all of the good or progress that we've, you know, done or made. Um, I think that's ridiculous. Um, you know, uh, uh, just, it's, it's crazy. Um, I, I'm like, I was gonna like list some examples, uh, of, of why that's crazy. Um, and too many were popping into my head so I couldn't pick one, but it's crazy. That's an, that's a crazy idea. Um, if like, if we treated just, I mean, okay, let's go into some of these examples. If we treated, the whole world this way, like if we really like actually latched onto that idea that like, if anybody is a hypocrite or never, um, never fully lives, uh, what they, what they say they believe, um, or, you know, never fully lives the ideals that they, uh, have espoused. Um, then, you know, everything they do is invalid that, you know, what, like what kind of world would that look like? Um, you know, we like preachers never fully live the things they preach. Um, but that doesn't mean again, I like, I have problems with religion, but, um, I've also said if, you know, if religion is a positive force in your life, then go for it. Um, and I'm really happy for you and I'm, I'm glad that it's helping. Um, but if, if, if we invalidated everything, a preacher said because he didn't fully live all of the ideals that he preaches from the pulpit. And it's crazy. Um, just because somebody can't fully attain perfection doesn't mean that talking about ideals and the ideals that they talk about, um, are invalid. Uh, philosophers, the same, same thing. Um, I, I listen to a few podcasts and I, I read quite a bit, um, of philosophy from philosophers and, uh, I don't expect those men or or women to 100% of the time live everything that they talk about and the ideas that they uh are sort of experimenting with um because it's ridiculous nobody can nobody can be fully that uh you know philanthropists um gurus sages wise men all these things like we, there are all these people that that are doing constructive things in the world I think um, and if we treated them according to the standard, um, everything they ever did or said would be invalid. And that's, that's insane. Um, that's not, that's not true. Uh, and it shouldn't be true. So I, I think, I think what we're driving at here is everyone is a work in progress. You are, I am, um, and in that, okay. So if, you know, if if I talk about, um, you know, we we've talked about a lot of things on here. We've talked about um, speaking your truth and and not being afraid um, to be who you are, um, and sort of listening to the you know the voice that's inside of you that is that is truthful with you always. Um, you know, we've talked about all kinds of things, but there's there's a lot. You know, I have had people like Stuart Hardy on um, who talk about uh, you know it's you can do little things. Day to day, to to do good in the world and to help people. Evan Small said much the same thing. It's in it's in the the moment um, that you can make the decision to be a, a better person and a, a good person um, and create positive change. Um, you know, Joel Joel Grasick, uh, It's funny how many people I've talked to that I you know I ask the question, "What does it look like to be a good human?" Um, and it's it's uh, it's amazing to me. how many of those answers sort of distill back to the same thing um, which is uh, you know small things add up um, and you know something that we may consider small uh, is is just as valid a way to be a good human and to make the world a better place um, as is you know uh, a philanthropist millionaire billionaire like Bill Gates um, you know uh, creating water filtration systems in third world countries like Um, you know, as, as long as we're sort of being active and taking part in the thing and moving it forward, um, you know, that's, that's all the world needs is, is people doing that. But all that to say, um, in our, in our, uh, imperfection and in our hypocrisy, because we talk about this, these ideas and I talk about these ideas, and then uh admittedly i do not live these ideas every moment of every day um i have moments where i am 100% not a good person not a good human um and i have moments where uh i know what the what the right thing to say or the right way to act would be and i act or say completely the opposite um so I, I am a hypocrite to an extent we all are, but in our hypocrisy and in our imperfection, I think it's important for us to realize that we're complete. We are whole um, because you hear that? That's a page turning um, because not having it figured out does not make us incomplete, invalid or unwhole. It makes us precisely the opposite uh, we are whole because we aren't finished yet. Um, nobody, <laughs> uh, poverty perfect Um, and so because of that, I, I think what matters here is that we are progressing. We are works in progress. Now that's, that's an important concept or idea because if we are not works in progress, um, if we're not progressing, then we're not working works in progress. And if we're not works in progress, then we're not growing, um, And so it is possible to become stagnant. And uh, in our stagnation, um, we can also be hypocrites uh, and we can just sort of get stuck there. Um, So please understand I'm not saying it's okay to be stuck uh, in that mode or stagnant. But in our imperfection, in our trying to figure it out, in our progression, in our moving the thing forward... Um, and never quite attaining, because none of us do, th- that is that is the human experience. We are fully human in that. Um, and so the, the fact that we're not perfect, the fact that we are hypocrites, the fact that we do falter, uh, that doesn't make us incomplete. That makes us wholly human. Um, and the fact that we are trying to move the thing forward uh, is is the, the key factor here. Um, and so having moments of hypocrisy because we don't live those ideas 100% of the time, that is part of the human experience. It's okay to be human. I was, I was literally just talking about this uh, the other day with, with um, one of my coworkers, but we were talking about the idea of like so many times we'll say something or we will feel something and then we'll apologize for it or feel like, you know, I shouldn't have that feeling. I shouldn't think that thing. Uh, I shouldn't have said that thing. And yes, there are cases when, you know, saying something may have been inappropriate or acting in a certain way may have been an inappropriate, but to, you know, we, we all have to process things. We all have to feel things. Um, that's part of being human. And so to apologize for feeling things I think is, um, it just kind of sad. It's sad that anybody would feel like they had to apologize for feeling things. Um, we all can control how we act, um, but how we process things is, is, is completely uh, um, you know, that's, that's unique to each individual and feeling and processing is a human function. And so um, you know, I, I was just kind of saying it's, you know, you're human, I'm human, we're human. And so when you feel that thing, um, when you when you feel anger, you know, mounting up because a a coworker said something snippy or um you get cut off in traffic or whatever, uh, and you feel that anger, that's that is human. Um, and so embrace that. I growing up, um, the way I did, um, and and anybody else that grew up, uh, you know, religiously, um, like in in a home that that practiced any sort of religion, I think can probably relate to this. But uh, I I was, you know, in, in, in my home, um, in the in the sort of sect of Christianity that that I was exposed to and grew up in, we were, um, we were led to believe that at our core, what we are is sinful, and so that's that's what's first true about us is that we are sinful. And that separates us from God. And so we have to sort of deny that part of ourselves and try and be more, you know, what they would call Christ-like, um, so that we can connect with that part of God that, that is in us. Um, and as I've sort of grown out of that and, and sort of done my own soul searching and reading and, and I've been exposed to new information, um, I think the exact opposite is true. Uh, I think what's first true about us, and what's most deeply true about us, is that we are primarily, first and foremost, connected to God or whatever you want to call whatever you want to call it. And if you don't want to call it anything, if you don't believe there's anything, then that's fine too. But I think what I'm getting at is what's what's primarily first true about us, deeply. True about us is that we are connected to each other um, and that there is goodness there. uh, And it's okay to experience the entire full spectrum of the human experience, which includes emotions and it includes failure and it includes hypocrisy and it includes, you know, joy and it includes sorrow and it includes happiness and success. And everything, all of it is part of the human experience. And so it's okay to be fully human. And so again, in our progression, in our moving the thing forward, if we falter or fail to be fully that all the time, that's part of it. Uh, And so that doesn't make us incomplete or, or worse um, or incapable uh, or invalid. That makes us fully human um, which makes us whole, um, which is why I decided to call this episode wholly hypocritical, uh, because hypocrisy is part of the whole thing. Um, and I, I think the, the, the factor of human failure and the fact that we make mistakes and the fact that we don't fully live that. 100% of the time I think that's beautiful um because I think that speaks to you know when we realize that when I realize that I have acted in a way that's contradictory to what I say I believe I I think that's beautiful because that speaks to the fact that I am striving for something better I am um you know I'm 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 trying to be more um than I was, or I'm trying to grow beyond where I'm at. Um, you know, it's aspirational. So I think that's beautiful. So in our hypocrisy, I would say we are not incomplete. We are complete. Um, and it's just, that's sort of the, that's part of the thing. Um, I've taught, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but, um, Descartes, uh, who is uh, a philosopher, another French philosopher, um, He talks about the idea that the human psyche is geared towards, uh, this desire for achieving happiness. Um, and especially if, if you live or grew up in any sort of like Western culture, um, I'm going to pick on America because that's where I live and that's where I've grown up. Um, we especially, I think, in those types of cultures, we have this idea that happiness is something that you can achieve. You can attain, um, you know, when you get the thing or when you become the thing um, or when you arrive at, you know, fill in the blank. Um, and so that will bring happiness. And then what we find is that when we attain that thing, uh, when we become that thing, when we get to that place, whatever Um, we're not actually happy, uh, because then happiness has sort of been punted down the road a little bit and it's behind the next achievement. Um, and so we never actually get it, but we're always really, really working hard for it. And so Descartes, um, was sort of examining this, uh, idea and this, this sort of quirk of the human psyche. Um, and he He sort of, so what he boiled it down to the idea that the human psyche craves certainty. We crave knowing, knowing that we're okay, knowing that we're successful, knowing that we're important, um, you know, and, and by that knowing we will be happy. Uh, and that's just, that's how the human psyche works. That's part of our evolution has brought us to that. And so Descartes asserted that true happiness, true freedom, uh, is actually freedom from certainty, uh, and sort of becoming comfortable, uh, in the not knowing comfortable in the, this is what's happening now. And it may not be what's happening forever. This may not be what's happening, you know, five minutes from now, but this is what's happening now. And so let's see what this has to teach me and who knows what's going to happen in five minutes, five days, five years. Uh, and that's cool too. Um, and so, just sort of finding happiness and freedom in the uncertainty, um, and divorcing ourselves from the need for certainty, the need for knowing, um, and that's that's actually where true happiness is. Um, and sort of we along the same lines, this this desire for perfection, and the idea that if you are not always a hundred percent. Living everything that you talk about and all the ideas you have, and you know, if you're a pastor, or preacher, or priest, you know, if you're not fully living everything you say from the pulpit um, in your day-to-day life, every moment, um, then you're a failure and you're completely invalid. And I think, I think what we're doing is we're we are being too reductionist about the human experience, and we're neglecting the fact that progress has been made and is being made and will continue to be made and that's where the life is that's the important thing that's the that's the juice um as Rob Bell would say so you guys didn't think I was going to get through a whole episode without mentioning Rob Bell uh so there it is um so I think um I think the last thing that I I just want to talk about here is the idea that um, I I think we all need to allow ourselves and each other the freedom to not have it figured out the freedom to be imperfect, the freedom to be a work in progress. um, You know, the freedom to say a dumb thing, the freedom to maybe act A dumb way um the freedom to uh offend once in a while um you know and again within reason um you know if if uh, if i'm being harmful or destructive um then certainly you know my freedom should not infringe in impinge uh or or um you know inconvenience you you know it, it shouldn't it shouldn't uh infringe on your freedom um and well-being so within reason but i think we should all give allowance to each other uh to make progress but to be works in progress um because if if we're honest with ourselves that's exactly what we're doing. Hopefully that's what we're doing. Hopefully we're we're moving the thing forward. Hopefully we're making progress. Um but if we're honest with ourselves, we know that we are not doing that at every moment. Um and so I think we need to give each other the allowance uh to be hypocrites um and to be works in progress while we make progress. Um, and I, th- I think that's, I think that is how the whole thing moves forward. um. Because, you know, if, if we don't, if we aren't giving each other the freedom to be hypocrites and to, to mess up, you know, this is, this is where, you know, and I, again, look, don't, <laughs> don't come at me and say that I'm excusing every person that says a dumb thing on Twitter, but like, this is where we have, you know, somebody tweets a dumb thing. Um, and then they get, you know, crucified on social media and then, you know, their life is over essentially their career, whatever. Um, and I'm not, I'm not talking about things like what happened to Rosie O'Donnell. Um, and you know, that whole thing, um, there is a difference, but you know, I man, I just we need to give each other allowance, and we need to I think ease up on each other um, and understand that that we're all we're all just trying to we're just trying to do us and we're trying to move the thing forward and we're trying to be better. We're all aspiring to something, I think um, hopefully we are, but in that part of the human experience the full, complete, whole human experience is the failure and the faltering and the hypocrisy. And I think we need to embrace all of it. Um, Because recognizing that we're hypocrites means that we are recognizing that we did not live up to a standard that we're setting for ourselves. Um, And I think that's, I think that's, amazing. I think that's beautiful. So, um, so that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, this is a little bit shorter of an episode. Um, so if you guys don't love episodes that are just me, there you go. It's already over. That was painless. Um, but yeah, that's just something it's been on my mind. Um, and I I feel like maybe I've been a little bit scattered uh, during this episode, but hopefully this made sense uh, to you guys and hopefully it's been helpful. Um, I know thinking about it, uh, has been helpful to me. Um, I think I said Rosie O'Donnell earlier and I don't, I, I meant Roseanne. So if you caught that slip up, I think I'm just catching it now too. I meant Roseanne, not Rosie O'Donnell. Anyway. Um, so, uh, this is, this has been something that's been helpful for me to think about. Um, hopefully this has been helpful for you. Uh, so there you have it. Um, holy hypocritical ish uh is, is this episode um thank you guys for listening so much uh i really appreciate um like i said all the feedback that i get uh and 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 people being just so kind um about the podcast uh and telling me um sort of how they relate to it um i i love being obviously i love being able to talk about this stuff because i i do a podcast about it but uh in real life too um, or over text or Facebook message or phone or whatever. Um, please, if, if you guys have ideas, um, if you want to like, you know, sort of wrap on something that, that we, I talked about on the podcast and you've got like other ideas. One of my friends actually, um, Andrew gall, um, hopefully he's okay with me mentioning his name on the podcast here. Uh, he was sending me, uh, messages about, um, the episode that I recorded with, uh, my buddy Joel. Um, and, uh, and and sort of like continuing some of the ideas that Joel and I talked about, uh, and and like building on that, and then like you know giving me his own ideas, um, and that was awesome. Uh, and I think I'm actually going to have Andrew on uh pretty soon too. But um, so I, that kind of stuff is awesome. I just I love having these conversations, um, and uh, I'm I'm so excited when people reach out and and want to talk about some of this stuff. Even if you think I'm wrong, please by all means tell me why you think I'm wrong. Um, I want to know, uh, and I I want to be better. So, um, tell me why I'm an idiot and, uh, let's talk about it. I may or may not agree. Um, but you know, it's cool. Um, let's have a conversation at least. So thank you guys for showing up. Thank you for listening. Uh, you guys are awesome. And, uh, I hope that you are being good humans, um, in your own little corner of the world. Um, I am, I am recording this, um, on a, Monday night before I leave town uh, on a Tuesday Um, and so I wanted to get this all written out and recorded before we left which means I don't have a good human of the week and I don't have a cause of the week and I'm very sorry I definitely want to do those on these episodes so um, the next solo episode I have I definitely will have those two things prepared but I don't this time you know what I'm making excuses there's no excuse I didn't do it Um, I'll do it next time so I'm sorry see I'm being a hypocrite Uh, and I'm owning it and I'm going to be better. So, uh, I am a case study for our subject matter. There you go. Um, okay. I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. I so very much appreciate it. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you listening. Um, I hope you guys are having an awesome week. I hope you have uh, a better week next week than you had this week. Uh, happy 4th of July and, uh, be safe. Don't blow any fingers off with fireworks. Um, you know, drink as, as much as you can handle and still be okay and safe. Uh, and I hope everybody's holiday is awesome. Um, enjoy some time off work if you have it. Uh, okay. I'm really done this time. I promise. Um, until next week, be good to each other.